For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, good afternoon. Welcome, Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We have covered a lot of ground on this day, but we're not done yet, folks. Stick around. No. Okay, can I just tell you something? I was Please. wondering earlier today about um, just being efficient. And um, at the airport, I wondered what time those express spa places open. Yes. So you can, I want to get a pedicure. Um, they open Monday through Sunday at 7 a.m. and they're open till 9 p.m. And I think there's two of them where you can get a massage, a pedicure, manicure. So good. I mean, for people, you know, go early. So yes. I'm glad to know this because I'm going to go on. Somebody did tweet us that they did do that. They didn't have time. I don't ever have time to get my nails done before a trip. It feels like. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's like she said, thanks for because one day one of us had said, oh, you can get a pedicure. Right. And she went to the express spa. Okay. Because I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. Now. Okay. So they open at 7 a.m. People. Very, very All right. nice. We're, uh, Lori's doing my packing list for Napa and Sonoma. Well, I said I want you to start so cool. staging tonight. Two of the five have already packed, which stresses me out. Well, sometimes people like to pack on a weekend if you're going on a midway trip because they got a lot of stuff going on yep. in the week and it just you feel like you have a breath. You just need to Put the clothes out. Yes. Look at them. I like to hang Line them, them in up the shower. In the yeah, someplace tall so I can look at them. Look and see what you have. But you're it's you're going someplace fancier than my the, the cabin. cabin. Yeah. So you know that. <laughs> you know you don't have to think Vegas, but you do have to think California. Cool, casual, elegant, something like in, right. the, in that area. And then, God, I'm praying that you go to some place with a bit of an edge on Friday or Saturday we night. Are. Okay. We are. Yeah. Don't, don't you worry, honey. Yeah, well, I don't know. And then back up, you We're know. We're going on a biking trip. We're going yes, on a car wine trip. Yeah. We're going on a... um. We live... We're going to live at a B&B, right, or Airbnb, right in Sonoma. Yeah, so somebody's fancy house that they mm-hmm. rent out to gaggles of fun-loving people oh, it's going it's on so wine cute. tasting. I know it. I've never been there. I'm really excited. Yeah, it is. It's you're gonna absolutely love it. And fall is such a good time to go. Uh, They're harvesting the grapes. Maybe that's right. You might be able to get in a in a barrel. Remember when you and I got in a barrel out of the place because there's so many vineyards around the Twin Cities right? now. I know. And this was one out in. Um, 
Hudson. Hudson. Yes, it was in yeah, Hudson. Yeah, and it was so cold. It was so cold. We filmed it for Twin Cities Live, yes, and you and did. I are stomping on the grapes. I just remember how cold our feet were. Yeah. Crushing the grapes. Yeah, trying to be Lucy and Ethel. Yes, we were. Oh, my God. We were. Okay, so just some Hollywood notes. Uh, Brad Pitt is really the PR team, has worked extra hard. Here's the, uh, he's the October cover man of gq it's called the eternal cool of brad pitt he's got his goatee some steve mcqueen aviators a hoodie on and appears he's looking out on a sand dune oh god these pictures are hot Lord. they are beyond hot oh they are beyond hot so this will be out on newsstands uh today so of course he's promoting ad astra which opens this Friday. The only thing I will say about the interview, which I read a brief expert. I, I read his thoughts on personal does he time. Ever wonder if a different actor would play his parts better, his changing attitude towards acting mm-hmm. his characters never haunt him that he's just an actor the one thing that he that bugs him about that about faith and flaws and vulnerability okay so that's all i read i didn't read the whole thing he but, sculpts listens to music yeah okay here is the thing it is like the ghost of 2016 everybody talks around it so you know brad's people have you don't said, ask how much time do you spend with the kids that's right yeah, don't ask limits, specific yeah. about the kids and don't ask about how he and angelina and he refers to himself and i i want his publicist to hear me loud and proud like right an now. old man no he references himself as just a kid from the ozarks and I do not like this PR spin for my 55-year-old Brad Pitt. Like, uh, a little too humble for you. Do, do Maybe you <laughs> should just say, I'm just a kid who wore a chicken outfit on Jack in the Box Corner. Yeah, I mean, and I got a big job. Oh, is he going to have a blog called Dude from the Old You know he won't. <laughs> no, he sculpts, no. he listens to lots of music, and he does dad stuff. Yeah, it just it's the elephant in the room thing. So, like, say... Someone just say... This is We all know he's from Missouri. I mean, I don't know. I just think I don't want this to be his. Uh, I hope I do not have to hear him utter those words in a television interview. I, I, I haven't looked to see if he's on any late night this week. Because this would be the week. Maybe he'll show up on Kimmel. Yeah, he doesn't do a lot of late night, does he? No, he doesn't. Yeah. And Kimmel, I feel like he knows, and Kimmel would be mm. gentle, so maybe he's going to be. Want, I want. They him to want ju- this movie to do well. Oh, and I know. They don't people don't know what it's about? To the stars. Yes, is what Ad asked him. He's looking to. for his dad. Yes, who blew up, but might be floating in space, running an evil empire. Yes, that's we don't know. <laughs> we can't tell what it's about. So, anyway, uh, that's just sort of the uh, whatever in the room. By the you way, you know what bugs him hmm. when you just say he's an actor, or she's an actor, meaning the connotation is that you go and fake something, and acting is the exact opposite. All right, get. All I just want to get that on the record. O- the it bugs Ozarks. the crap out of me. I really 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 want someone i want him to sit down now we know he's sober now we know that these other things are happening but i really think go to my movie you guys i had two crap i've had three crap i had ten well they're never gonna say that no but i wish he would just say well we'll see if he does a late night because so far all his stuff has been pre-taped 
sit down things. Right. He did it with yeah. the Today Show. The big elephant in the room is Angie, and I think the 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 pack that he made with his publicist is all talk about uh, uh, alcoholism and that I'm sober now in exchange right. for that. Like you mm-hmm. can get that because that's right. you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, guess who? Guess who got a lot of. Champagne, well wishers, and and green lights on her movies today. Not us, Jennifer Lopez. Oh no, bada bing, bada boom, bada boom. Because she produced that movie with Lorraine, the the, the director, yeah. the writer director, and Hustler is rolling in the Benjamins. Well, it was only twenty thousand dollars to make. Twenty million. million. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> twenty million. If only. I think twenty thousand was a deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, people are, people are really, uh, excited about seeing all the women that are in this movie. J- Julia Stiles, Lizzo, Cardi B. I love Kiki Julia Stiles. Li- Lily Reinhardt. Yeah. You know, your person. Betty from Riverdale. And she's still with her guy. They she is. I think so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a really enjoyable movie, you know, from all reports. Like it is. Not too dark, but not too raw, raw girl power. It's just like a, like. I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, Casey's like, don't you go to that movie without me? I'm like, yeah, duh. Of course you wouldn't want to miss that movie. By the way, Lindsay Shookus is flirting up a storm. You know, she books SNL. Yes, That's her does. number yep. one job. So yep. I guess when Charlie Hunnam was mm. debuting his movie Jungle Land, he's, de- he's in, he was in, Toronto for two movies last week. True History of the Kelly Gang and then Jungle Land, this other movie. And then he's going to be in a supporting role in A Million Little Pieces based on the James Fry novel, Sam Taylor Johnson's directing her husband in it. And Charlie has a supporting role. And that movie, I guess, will be released in December. So someone thought Lindsay was trying to talk... Charlie Hunnam into maybe guest hosting SNL. Yeah. Mm. But you guys do you think, I mean, do enough people know who Charlie is? If you didn't watch Sons of Anarchy, I don't think that's a good idea. So then I yeah. kept digging for more stories. Well, it turns out uh, they were at a party and she was coming on to him so hard. He kept backing away with his hands behind his back and she just kept touching him and he just kind of kept his hands behind his back and walking away. So I don't think she was trying to book him for SNL. Yeah. I think she was trying to book exactly. him for later. Yeah. yeah. And some people I know are touch talkers without being romantically suggestive. Oh, yes. So she just liked to, but he's got a girlfriend and he's been together forever. So he just, that's a good uh, thing. Just put your head and he just kept moving back. Yeah. So anyway. Well, he has, Donnie, you have the story. I don't know yeah. if we do it in the dirt uh, alert. This, he has so many movies coming out. He's my got, goodness. And he's now he's going to be in this Apple series called Shantaram, which is based on a novel that has sold millions of copies around the world. It's a man from uh, an Australian prison so this is the second time he's playing an Australian because the Ned Kelly movie is about Australia. Yeah, well, he's English. 
Uh, from He's on the run from an Australian prison looking to get lost in Bombay, cutting off from family and friends Ugh. by distance and fates. He finds new life in the slums, bars, and underworld of India. Oh, that sounds fabulous. No, I know. And he, <laughs> oh he themes gosh. love, forgiveness, courage, and the road to redemption. Oh, good. Yeah, so he's been, been doing he's been doing a lot of acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, year. we just haven't seen it. We just haven't stuff. seen it. Uh, if you want to see the trailer for Ford versus Ferrari, it's Matt Damon and Christian Bale. They don't like Ferrari or each other. This movie looks so good. Oh, I hope I it's going to be good. Yeah. It's a great story. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great so story. Let's hope so they I think made it. Because yeah. the Goldfinch was, you know, by many people said it was a great book. And it was... Bombed. Bomb. Yeah, people are blaming so. Ensel Elgort. But I don't think they can blame uh, you him. You can't blame oh, him no, when you don't fault. have the right script. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, director, executive <laughs> well, producer, Julia. Right, no problem. That All was right. easy. We'll be right back with the Dirt Alert and Elizabeth Reese. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese. Hi, girl. Oh, nice Hi. to hear from you. It's so nice to hear your voices. Holly's on vacay, so she I'm is. filling in today and tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you are so welcome. It's a joy to be back. Absolutely. I do have um, some TV news to share with okay. you. Uh, so Shane Gillis fired from Saturday Night Live after these racist jokes resurfaced before he could even be on the first episode. Why so, Why wouldn't they have like taken a look at, yes. like, hey, does it, I mean, with everything else? out there on YouTube and why wouldn't they have don't they know who they're hiring didn't they do a little bit of research ahead of time you're Anything? absolutely right this came from his podcast so uh. NBC and Shane Gillis came under fire after some remarks that he made within the last year on his podcast resurfaced now he was just announced as the latest addition to the 45th season of Saturday Night Live on Thursday along with two others and then in a statement an SNL spokesperson on behalf of Lauren Michaels said after talking with Shane Gillis we have decided that he will not be joining SNL uh. So they went on and said, we were not aware of his prior remarks that have surfaced over the past few days. We are sorry that we did not see these clips earlier and that our vetting process was not up to our standard. So Gillis did offer to apologize. He tweeted, I'm a comedian who pushes boundaries I sometimes miss. If you go through my 10 years of comedy, most of it bad, you're going to find a lot of bad misses. I'm happy to apologize to anyone who's actually offended by anything I've said. My intention is never to hurt anyone, but I am trying to be the best comedian I can be, and sometimes that requires risks. Ah, I, that just that makes I, it, SNL look so bad. It does. Yeah. It just, I, yeah. don't, I don't like it it's at really, all. It's not, um, it's not a great idea. I mean, what's going to be the arbitrary line, yeah. you know, with all these comics? I mean, Eddie Murphy, I mean, all uh, virtually, I mean, I don't know. I just like... And if it was recently and they're like concerned about that, I mean, it's so easy to find out what anybody is publicly said anymore. And that's the thing, especially when you're looking at it like in the past year. I mean, you know, and I get it because I think we do have to give people some grace and and some opportunity for growth and change because and have an understanding that the reality is that there are a lot of jokes that were funny 10, 15 years ago that aren't funny anymore. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And so this was a year ago and they could have found this out very easily if anyone. Yeah. It's like, who's running? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's 
Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The the show over And there. he was using, I mean, really inappropriate racist language about Chinese people. Mm-hmm. If that's if you're I mean, that's what was happening. Yeah. Okay. And so it's very I mean Is he Chinese? He's not. Okay. And there are words that are that he's using that are so yeah. I mean, like not appropriate for the last 30 years. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not like this is well, some sort of shit. Well, it wasn't a roast, but it's it a was, podcast. It and so it's the Wild Wild West, the podcast. Yeah, it totally is. It is the Wild Wild West with what, because you can say, anything, say anything, swear anything. Right. And you kind of feel like nobody's listening because honestly, there's 450,000 podcasts. <laughs> yeah. There's so many. That's why people still love the radio. It's very true. Mm-hmm. I have a podcast, though, if you want to listen. I know you do. <laughs> tell you know what I'm tell saying. everyone what the name of it it's is. It's called Elizabeth. Best to the Nest, and it's co-hosted by our dear friend Marjorie, Marjorie Punnett. Yes. I know. I know. It is really fun. You I can bet you guys have fun. I'm and what do you talk about? I'm sorry. I don't even know. It's So it's called Best to the Nest, and it came from marriage advice that Marjorie gave me when I was getting married, which was... Don't, you know, a lot of us fall victim to being like super nice to everybody at work and out at the grocery store and whatever. And then at home, you're your jerkiest self, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, haven't we all been guilty of that at some point? No. So I said. (laughs) Not I said that. I said. We're sorry for your husband. (laughs) It's like you bring your best to the nest because I have chickens in the backyard. And so the idea stuck. And then that's what the podcast is. It's about making your home really happy and healthy and beautiful and bringing your best self there. I like that. You can look at it. Look for it on my talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to want to listen to my sex Monday today. Because, I always want to listen to your sex Monday. Well, uh, the, the yeah, topic you- today is proving uh, something that is a, what we would call an old wives saying or a tale that gets said at a lot of toasts at wedding. But it's 100,000 percent true. Oh, it's just four words. The toast, the cheer. I think I know what it is. Are you going to say what it is? No, I want to know. Happy happy wife, happy happy life. life. I knew that was what it was going to be. I got facts and research to back this up today. I love this. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, is this a new couple alert, you guys? Ben Affleck and Lindsay Shookus? Not Ben Affleck and Lindsay Shookus. John Hamm and Lindsay Shookus, who dated Ben Affleck. Sorry, all the names were in bold. So, well, she was oh, flirting with yes, Charlie Hunnam a week a ago, one. but please tell us everything yes. so, about John Hamm and Lindsay Schiff. Yes, okay, speaking us. of Saturday Night Live, they likely met at SNL. She works there True. as a producer, and John has appeared on the show many times, Us Weekly saying that they also went on a few dates back in the day, oh. um, but they were seen at a Broadway show together, and sources are kind of just coming to the conclusion that they're more than friends. Because they were uh, going to a show openly, like maybe uh, God, their nickname could be Hamas. I know Hamas. Oh, Hamas. H A double M M. Or shook him. No, shook him. I know Hamas because of his hamaconda. Yeah, that's the truth. Oh, for crying out loud! So he was already in the theater. And or she was already in the theater. He stopped to take pictures, but she was already in there. And this source saying that they sat next to each other and didn't hide what was anything. The, what was the Broadway show? Was uh, it like something like some opening night of something we've never heard of? Probably. I don't know what it is. Yeah, they're not saying. What I it can is. see oh, this. Yeah, because he was at another. He. I mean, he loves going to Broadway. Oh, so it's called Darren Brown Secret. 
Okay. Hmm. I'm looking at a picture of John. It looks like he rolled out of bed and into his clothes to go to this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. John Hamm. There you go. Okay. Christy Brinkley, totally shocked by Wendy Williams' accusation that she faked her dancing with the stars. She did fake her dancing injury. (laughs) Elizabeth. Wendy Williams said, well, that looked fake as hell. When she looked at the footage of Christy Brinkley falling, she tripped over her partner's foot and then she tumbled to the ground. You know that this is a staged setup. It is good. For ABC. Yeah, it's oh, getting yeah. lots of attention. Yeah, because then we forget that old Sean Spicer is on. And then we forget that uh, So You Think You Can Dance finale is on. And bring all the dancing eyes over to ABC. See, it hasn't yet? been on for a year, you guys. I know, which is good. They needed to cut back on the number of seasons. Yeah, though. and they needed to okay. do something. And if you watched her spin and... Lightly fall, and the fact the dead giveaway was when she said, "My arm broke in a thousand pieces." Yeah, and it's being held together by. She went into so much detail. It is just a complete Hollywood fabrication. Lori, be quiet for a second. (laughs) Elizabeth, what do you think? Well, I don't think that that she would. I think Christy Brinkley. I hold her to the highest ethical standards. Same. Okay, just because you hold Hollywood to a high ethical standard doesn't mean it's going <laughs> to always operate that way. It is fair, and we did talk about it today, and I was so sad about Christy, and then I will admit to you that a little flash of thought in my mind mm-hmm. was, oh my gosh, this isn't real. That this because, was all about trying to boost her daughter's career, yeah. and she didn't really want to do it to begin with. No, and it was all orchestrated, and they kind of knew they needed to do something, mm-hmm. because Tom Bergeron said something, and they're like, oh crap, you know, we got the what if people don't watch the show why don't you know and this could be something and christy didn't really want to put in all that dancing she did too she's loving it well, maybe <laughs> but she can look i mean all the horny middle-aged dads are going to be bummed not to see her cha-cha and in her nudie cutie dance outfits listen and then the one thing that i didn't like was the uh, was the part from the abc news report that said christy and sailor are the same size and sailor didn't even have to have the costume altered she's wearing the same egg, costume egg, egg, egg. Exactly, Elizabeth. That bugged me. That bugged me. This is as orchestrated as Rock Hudson's marriage (laughs) to his secretary in 1952. Oh, you guys are my favorite. I love it. I'll be back with you tomorrow. I hope so. Thank you. We'll let you talk. (laughs) All right, so let's move on to the traffic for this uh, Monday, and let's see where we continue. That's not right at all. That's not supposed to be playing that. All right, sorry that about that. That song could put you in the mood, though. I like yeah, Kelly. I so. I'm not quite song. sure what happened there, but it's supposed to be this. Let's talk about sex. Ooh, that. Let's talk about sex. 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 Let's you know, the whatever, the traditional wives' tale, wedding toast that you'll hear people say, I've given the advice, happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of, you know, people go by this saying, but do they mean it? No, it's short, it rhymes. Are they really doing it? So this is a report. This was a study of by the Marriage Foundation, thirteen thousand Couples, either married or living together. Okay. But Are they heterosexual? It doesn't matter. Heteros- it doesn't matter, does it? Uh, this is... 
This is a heterosexual okay. Okay, study. So um, it's they analyzed Millennium Cohort study data from 13,000 couples. They were evaluated from nine months after the birth of any children, the child that was born in 2000, 2001. Okay. And then again, when that child turned 14. Okay. So well, it was over a length of time. Yeah, right. Time. Good. Here is what the research found out. Okay. A mother's happiness is almost twice as important as a father when it comes to whether or not the couple will stay together. And they found that mothers who reported a high level of happiness when their child was nine months old were more likely to maintain a good level of happiness when their child was a teenager if they also had a happy life. Interesting. Okay. Children were also less likely to develop any mental health problems if their mom is happy. Okay. Whereas a father's happiness did not have any impact whatsoever. Wow. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I know it. A mother's happiness was also, like I said, considered to be twice as important as a father's as whether it came to predicting whether a couple would ultimately stay together. Wives were also more likely to stay close together if, if they had a daughter as teenagers had they been happy in their relationship when the child was young. So you're more likely to stay together if you have a daughter? Well, no, no, no. Oh. Just as saying that, that uh, just that you stay closer to daughter. Again, that could be dubbed. But people have often said, oh, the key to a happy family life. This is from uh, the University of London, the guy who's the researcher director for the Marriage Foundation. He said, I've always argued the key to a family life is for a dad to love the mom and she will love him right back in that order. And previous research has shown that or previous it supported the idea, but not with any real studies to say that. That the it should be the dad loves, then the mom loves. Okay, da, da, da. so it's crucial not to forget the vital role of wife mother. So I guess you could take that, you know, in any really as the linchpin. As with so many traditional family myths, there's so much more than a grain of truth in this one, as the evidence demonstrates. In all the contemporary discussion about the appropriate roles for moms and dads. In today's well-adjusted family, it is crucial not to forget the vital role of wife, mother as the linchpin. Dads would do themselves and their children a favor if they bear that in mind that being supportive and kind to the mother of their children is not a sign of weakness, but strength and self-confidence. Wow. Makes sense. But, but <laughs> is it being, pra- is it, you know, like we give lip service, happy wife, happy life, but yeah. it is completely bears out in this like study. That's fascinating. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I like when he said I, that uh, the dad loves the mom and she will love him right back in that order. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That is not the kids. I mean, they always say the the partnership has to be intact first. Yeah, and then the kids are ancillary kind of thing. I mean, because of course they're going to leave. Yep, they're going to leave. And but there's a lot of time with them, and just but you have to have that 
key piece. Yeah, the but mother has that. to feel loved and supported and valued and all of mm-hmm. that. And uh, it's it's it, you're more likely to stay together if mama's happy. Mama's happiness is more important than the father's when it comes to family life. Wow. I can't say I'm surprised. No, I know, yeah. but like, maybe people might want to start practicing that. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. You probably because give some I, good advice. I sometimes see that. Um, this is my observation. Okay. Of my friends, mm-hmm. of which you, of course, are one. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I think made me skittish about the fact I never really, really wanted to have kids anyway, just based on how much I hated babysitting. But uh, <laughs> I digress. I digress. Oh my gosh, I digress. I digress. But one of the things that always kind of like I looked at is that I kind of, I would look at my friends who everybody, there's so much tension when the kids are little for obvious in reasons. In a marriage. In a marriage. But sometimes I would just think, why are these guys being so dumb with their with their woman? Why are they not just loving her up and planting kisses on her and bringing her little things and thanking her for the most miraculous thing in the world, your children? And instead there was kind of a, I felt like sometimes a dismissiveness and like I'll babysit. And I, maybe this is now we're older. So of course, Mm -hmm. but still I do, I do think that maybe people should just really try and employ that. And I think, you know, whoever is the wife in the life, you know, whatever, whoever Mm -hmm. you love, whoever that person is. Yes. That, uh, I think it's good advice, Lori. Well, I mean, it's proven advice. I, I think that's the interesting thing. Yes, that I mean, this is a that's a pretty big study. Thirteen thousand mm-hmm. couples Major. over fourteen yeah. years yeah. and doing the happy. So anyway, if you write that in your wedding card, you can really underline it and mean it. Say <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a proven study. Or say it. Or say it. Yeah. Reference per, you know, the marriage <laughs> consulate London in London. Yeah, it's an interesting study. Yeah. I, yeah. With kids, you know, that that's the thing. But mm-hmm. anyway, okay, so here, now here is another study. I don't know what we can think about this. The average American will spend $121,000 on dating. Seriously? Over what well, period of over, time? Okay. Well, because, Dating is just meaning going out to dinner for your whole life? Yeah, well, the average person spends $168 a month on dates. Okay. But people who are married spend $186 a month on dates. And 28% of people said they would, yeah, I guess they are including whatever you consider your I date night that. activities. Yeah. 28% of people said they'd go into debt to keep dating. Oh, dear. And we do tend to overspend on dates just to impress the other person, but that urge ends around date number six. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. But when you think of this, $180, maybe you go on a date a week. That's not a lot if you bought tickets to a concert yeah, or if you went to a sporting God. event. Or and you- when you settle down and actually pick a partner to be with, your spending goes up. I totally oh, believe that because yeah. you have joint income and you're yeah. saving money and yeah. not having two households. Yeah. Okay. So you have extra cash. Yeah. Supposedly. Okay. That's what I'm, unless you have kids, then yeah. you don't. You have nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, and I'm just teasing. The price tag, uh, did not make the top five reasons for why you don't like to date. 
No. no. I, it, Why people, don't you like to date? Because not confident enough. I don't like meeting new people. Right. I, I like my friends. I'm too introverted, and I can't be bothered. And then I can't afford it. There you go. There you I go. think money is the bottom of the list. Yeah. It's can't be bothered. Oh, not good at it. Okay, here's a story about two sexy topics. Illicit affairs and uh, workman's comp. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but there was... <laughs> I pick illicit affairs for a thousand. Yeah, really. I'll take that. A married man die, d- died during sex with another woman on a business trip, and it's been ruled a workplace accident. <laughs> okay. Huh? This is... Hysterical. Yeah, mm-hmm. But Can, this is good for his wife because she will get 80% of his salary every year until he would have hit retirement age. So that's a consolation prize for totally. her. And then a share of his pension. So that's good. Oh. So he, been, was having, he was on a business trip and having sex with a co-worker or just having sex? Well, he's an engineer for a railroad company okay. in France. And back in um, February of 2013, this has been in the courts in France for all these years. Okay. He's on a business trip to the south of France. Uh, he met a local woman at a bar. They went back to his hotel room for a little la 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 la. He had a heart attack and died during sex, but he was on this business trip. So there has been the six-year debate only in Vive la France. Would there be a debate over whether having an affair in a business trip counts or one night stand? But I, but I see this here. I mean, yes. if your husband or wife is on a business trip, trip. and they die, die. no matter Helping how they, somebody else, no matter how, how they, they die, die, they're on a business trip. trip. Yeah. All right. You think that would stand up in U.S. courts? Eh? I do. Well, what's the difference? You're you're still well, out of town for business. Yeah. You're going to mm-hmm. meetings and you die yeah. that night. You're on a business trip. It all depends on the business you work for. The company you work for, whether right. or not they'll rule that exactly. a workman's comp thing. Yeah. In France, this is probably contested. Like the they contest the camembert in Normandy, whether or not to pasteurize <laughs> so, or not. Okay, so if your significant other has a heart attack on a business trip, is that workman's comp in their bed? Yes. So why, who cares well, how it happens? Because he wasn't engaged in work at the time. But no. if you're sleeping. out of town on And you work, die out of town and you have a heart attack. Well, let's none of us test this okay. while we're on a live remote this always, for, this for story, the project down in back, Dirty Masterpiece. I can't remember when Project um no, when Private Benjamin came out. Yeah. I can't remember the year it was, but I always Early thought 80s. Gosh, do people have heart attacks when they have sex? How scary if someone dies on top of you. Julia, that's one of the things with guys who take Viagra who are not, or who are playing loosey goosey with the facts of their life. I'm just saying, I mean, they could have a heart attack from the blood flow. Well, you need to be checked and get that prescribed yeah. by a doctor, depending yeah. on what your heart status is. Because you don't hear that happening often. No. You know, no, because a doctor won't no. prescribe no, that to you. No, but I literally you. wondered back in the day. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well. <laughs> who wants that action? <laughs> I don't know. But that would be a terrible thing to happen. It'd be terrible to be also be the woman. Yeah. Or the other person. Oh. Yeah. All of it's bad. Yeah. All right. I'm glad well, the act. But they've, the, they've, the solved it. Paid. they've solved it in France. Precedence. Yeah, precedence. <laughs> there you go. All right. We'll be right back. supposed to be playing right now so sorry about that the computer's a little uh, messed up today guys so you can just jump right in here for the final segment if you wouldn't mind please 
Did you just turn on our mics? Yeah, well, I had to because the computer just was all screwed up. So Jeez. I didn't want you just All right, I was like there. saying, why do we have to announce this out loud? Is there a ghost over there? We wouldn't have there? noticed any of this. Okay, so I don't know if you guys saw this today, but a woman had a wild dream. Her name is Jenna Evans. She's 29 years old. She's from San Diego. Oh, please. Is this the swallow the engagement story Mm -hmm. ring? Uh, mm -hmm. But can you imagine having a wild dream about jewelry thieves and you take your, wake up, your engagement ring is on the nightstand, you swallow it. She had to go to the doctor. She sleep swallowed it. I know. That's very... So sleep swallowing is a thing. thing. I guess so. Just like sleep eating. Yes, yes. Sleep driving. Sleep screwing. Sleep screwing. Ambient sex. Yeah, or even just like somebody wakes somebody up and somebody's like, oh... Was that something or was that you? Yeah. Okay. And riddle me this. Riddle me this. Casey and I get home on Saturday from our Palmer's Fest, little daytime Day drinking. drinking, which uh-huh. is always so much fun. And um, get up, go upstairs, and Alexa is talking to <gasps> nobody. Okay. What's she saying? Get out the Amex. No, last four digits are seven seven five. Expiration seven twenty four. No, nobody. I was so freaked out. I was like, Alexa, shut up, Alexa, shut up. I mean, I was just like going crazy. We hadn't been home for like five hours. I'm like, is there someone in the house? Oh, but what would trigger Alexa? Apropos of nothing, I told Casey we have got to keep her unplugged. Unplug it. Yep. If we're not using it. I agree 100%, Lori. I don't know what's going on, but I'm not having it. Now that I'm putting a conspiracy theory on. Okay, so all this stuff with the, you know, the app, the Nest, which you can do your weather and, you you know, control the temperature. You can lock and unlock your house. Oh, I'm not doing any of that. Okay, so at our cabin, we have an alarm. Because we've needed it because yeah. we're down here. Right, right, right. So we get there on Friday night and I use an app to shut on and off my alarm. Mm-hmm. And when you, I'm out of, you know, because out of the radar scheme, I'm always worried like I can't get in my cabin. Yeah. But then you can know a code to shut it off. But of course, I never know the code. So I get in there and it just starts beeping every minute. It's beeping every minute. And I'm like, have to call my ex. And I'm sorry, but I don't know. And I just hate all this electronic stuff. I don't have any electronics yeah, like that. Yeah. I have to for right. that place, you know, but yeah. it's just. Yeah, and it's just like... It's always these... these it's they're, always, they're always listening, these little biatches. Lori? Always listening. And they going are. to the Jonas Brothers? We're not. No. Who's I, going? Did you want to? Well, I wouldn't... I would have gone if there'd been like a media, oh, you know, ticket no. available. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, apparently they had plenty of people buying tickets. I we know... We want to know about it tomorrow, Bradley's though. Bradley's uh, husband is going. Jamie's is going. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be oh, a blast. Oh, it's going to be a blast. It's, I, I'm kind of sad that we're not going. I'm I'm sad, but I have to you pack. You have to pack. You need to That's pack. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you need a packing list? Or, I do. Uh, you need my little... Uh, Anyone have any... My um, day timer that you just like do, you know, just do each night. Figure out a day plan and an evening Julia plan. Julia doesn't have one of your packing lists? I have the she list. Has one. Oh, I good. have the list. I finally and found then the a list. Good, and then, you know, your best loungewear, not your ratty stuff. Because you're staying in stuff. a nice place. <laughs> so, why? Well, just it's general <laughs> advice. Uh, no, you know, I know. Whatever. But it is. It is. Now, comfortable underwear. 
go it ahead. It is a girl's trip. Yeah, it's a girl's trip. So, mm-hmm. you know, granny panties are a must. Yes. <laughs> and they are a must because good coverage is important these days. And a bathing suit. There's oh, a yeah, there's a hot tub. Uh-huh. And it's going to be warm. Are oh, you flying sure. to San Francisco? I'm not telling. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm taking a hot air balloon. Cross country. Oh, that'll take a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to we'll see. <laughs> that is weeks. one thing that is so funny because... Um, we're driving back from the cabin yesterday and we see these hot air balloons and I immediately look at my guy and I'm like, I don't ever want to do that. <laughs> I just want to make sure you never surprise me with that great yeah. gift idea. Yeah. It scared I got the crap that. out of me. I know you did. It would just scare the crap out of trying, me. That gift card got passed around in the family and never got used. No, I'm too Nobody afraid. It. I don't ever want to go up in those. Yeah. Oh, dear. Rod Stewart. How about that? He told the crowd. I know. Uh, he was diagnosed with prostate cancer two years ago. Yeah. And he's been fighting it. You know what? I wouldn't tell anybody either. I am with these people. I don't even know why he had to tell us now. Okay, here's what I think, though. But if you have- I always wonder. I always wish. Here's what I wish a guy would say that has prostate cancer. I, wish I can still get it up. I still can get an erection or I can yep. get an erection with Cialis or something. I wish there was more transparency mm. because I always think, is the walnut working or not? It is, <laughs> and is, it, the kiss, it is, is it the kiss of, you know, wood death? Right. I know people who've had them, but still can get it up, Laurie. It depends. I just, this is, if they're going to tell us, then I wish they'd be all the way forward and just tell us. And by the way, I can still have sex with my wife. That's right, because there's a lot of misconceptions, and I have, I'm one of them. I want to know. You know, I do want, I do want to know. So, like, if a woman has ovarian cancer or whatever. Oh, not that. That's not, that's not apples to apples. That's a bad analogy. There is 